Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. Well, hello, Delora. Happy 101 anniversary. <laughs> Very exciting. Let's talk about that. 100 episodes of recapping with Delora and Ashley. It went by pretty fast, didn't it? It went by fast, but we definitely put in that work, okay? We definitely put in the time, the hours, the blood, sweat, and tears, and we so appreciate you guys for rolling with us and any new listeners that we're getting along the way. Absolutely. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And there are 100 episodes for you all to try out. <laughs> so <laughs> for this episode, we're going to be talking about quick hit lines and hot topics. So I'm really excited for our first quick headline. This is from page six. It says, Prince Harry, I feel massively at peace with Meghan Markle in the U.S. Ultimately, I wanted to talk about team success because, you know, I'm obsessed with them. And then two, this is their very first outing specifically in Europe, post that epic conversation with Oprah. They, ahead of the Invictus Games that started this week, they visit Queen Elizabeth II at Buckingham Palace, along with their father, Prince Charles, and they had tea. And then they have since been in the Netherlands promoting this awesome game that recognize uh, wounded veterans in in sport. Ashley, first, have you followed any of this? What are your thoughts? And how good was that tea? I followed it loosely. Like I, I saw headlines that, you know, obviously they had gone back for their first trip because Harry's gone back, but this is them together heading mm-hmm. back, which is huge given everything yes. that came out in the bombshells. But I guess it went as I thought it would. I didn't think that there would be any fighting or visible tension necessarily because at the end of the day, it's still optics. They are still the royal family in that country. So I'm glad that at least they're able to still be invited to things and still, you know, not have necessarily the fracture that one might have thought that they were originally going to have due to that bombshell interview. Yeah. So part of the reason for their delay is security. For whatever reason, they're not granted the type of security they need and Harry was very adamant about not, you know, bringing these kids and everything. So what I loved about this visit with the queen is we found out after it happened. <laughs> so I love that because they were able to identify the leaks. And if you are into this as much as I am, 
let's just say he didn't have tea with his brother, which kind of makes you wonder where the leak came from. All the leaks prior came from. So mm. I'm happy for them. Megan Markle looks amazing, which, you know, I didn't expect anything less from her. Uh, Harry's opening speech was lovely and I'm, I'm happy for them. His interview with Hoda is really good too. I heard her talking about that. Heard her talking about it on the uh, third hour of today. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, t- I text you that I just finally watched the fourth season of The Crown. So I'm, I'm feeling some type <laughs> yes. of way right now. I've been Girl. feeling some type of way. Girl. I wish we could get to this present day and see how they would depict things <laughs> on that show. But you kind of want time to go so that you, you can get more seeds of truth you know what I mean when it's so close I get what you're be- saying but I still want it like I y'all <laughs> somebody else can do it again in the future but I I still want it because ooh, those princess Diana Prince Charles scenes y'all don't understand I was in my feels so you know I watched it shortly after it was released and the thing that blew my mind the most was Diana was so young Mm-hmm. she was so young when she married him mm-hmm. and she was so alone and that's the part that really broke my heart and again back to the conversations we had with Harry and Megan Harry's the husband that Diana needed Aww. and so I'm glad that Megan Markle was not by herself in you know the gilded cage something else I think I picked up and then we can move on from my watch is she was the only one who entered into that situation unaware of the realities right Camilla knew what was going on Charles knew what was going on the queen uh everybody knew what was going on except for Diana it was like a lamb being led to slaughter and I'm glad you say that because the way they have portrayed Prince Charles you felt for him and to think that he ended up switching and applying the same hurt and pain that was applied to him like he just let that generational trauma keep rolling down the downhill here it was hard for me I think I felt for him when he was going through various stages but once it got to the relationship side of things I that I guess left for me that level of uh, empathy left for me because I just felt like he didn't show the same level of grace that I would have expected for him to show correct correct and for someone to be as mature as he was compared to Diana's age as well he was well in his 30s and she was a young girl so you have that dynamic they didn't have any patience for her or anything and she was a cancer Diana, we love you. But I also learned so many things. Like, I didn't know she did that dance for him. I didn't know so many things. I kept Googling, like, did this really happen? Did this really happen? All of it happened. That's amazing. So much history. I digress, though, Delora. Please continue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's all I have on that quick headlines. So proud of Harry, though. So proud of him. He is definitely his mother's son. All right. Next quick headline, The Flash, Ezra Miller arrested in Hawaii for the second time since March. Weeks after being arrested in Hawaii for disorderly conduct and harassment, Ezra Miller was arrested again, this time for allegedly striking a woman with a chair. Girl, 
are people traumatized by this exactly (laughs) this is the second time and he i believe his pronouns are i believe it's he him this is the second time i'm hearing him attacking a woman like he threw a chair she didn't she didn't seek medical help but they said that it left a half inch cut on her freaking forehead Mm-hmm. why is this going under the radar well i remember hearing about the first arrest but now after hearing about the second one this variety article i didn't know that a couple have filed a restraining order against him the day after his first arrest because he uh broke into their bedroom threatened them all this and that stole some things Girl. he apparently has had 10 police calls on him since march 7th i'm surprised that hawaii is not like listen send his ass back to the mainland we're done Exactly exactly i don't know man he is terrorizing hawaii my place of peace (laughs) i love hawaii and my question is why is he there is he shooting something i'm assuming it's for a movie i have not seen anything official though but yeah there i heard warner brothers i heard warner brothers called a meeting though because you know he's set to have his own flash standalone that's released next year yeah he obviously right now fantastic beasts man that film franchise i think we're done it's <laughs> I struggling i think it's, we're done it's trying to fly is i don't think it ever really took off well, i mean you had the johnny depp situation overshadowing yes. it now you have this i mean eddie redmayne is somewhere like why i know why why did y'all do this you got and then you had jk the controversy with jk rowling of course absolutely and i heard it just simply wasn't that good compared to the harry potter series so i i brought this quick headline up because i feel like it needs more eyeballs because this is someone with a pattern of behavior and hollywood needs to do something about it Mm. so like i said warner brothers called that meeting i'll be curious but i also just on a personal note I'm curious to see where all of this is stemming from. It has to be stemming from something. So I'm just curious if that's going to end up coming out at some point. Like they're going to blame it on exhaustion. I mean, <laughs> drugs or alcohol. I, I was being stupid with exhaustion. I mean, I, I'm just saying, who knows? Like maybe <laughs> at some point he's going to, somebody's going to get an interview with him and he's going to discuss this. Cause I just had no idea where this ever came from. Like I know him from literally Fantastic Beasts and from his style yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I was gonna say part of what I know of him some of this behavior is not surprising Mm. but it's still unacceptable so absolutely we need to figure this out and figure it out quick so we'll definitely keep you all posted on you know what's at stake i.e his film his solo film so his career period who's going to want to work with him if he's uh throwing chairs on set very true all right ashley our next headline asap rocky arrested at lax in connection with november 2021 shooting the rapper was charged with assault with a deadly weapon with a gun upon returning to LA from a trip with Rihanna. Ashley, we already are coming off a really ugly rumor from last week mm-hmm. <laughs> stating that he cheated on Rihanna, which would have been 
I think worse than Jermaine Dupri admitting that he cheated on freaking Janet Jackson. Like it would have been way worse because she is pregnant currently with yes. his child. Exactly. Thankfully, that was all internet, you know, malarkey to quote President Biden. However, this right here, I almost didn't believe it because I'm like, does Aesop got something on him? Somebody got a vendetta on him? But this is very real, very, very real. And Bell is currently set at $550,000, according to court records. Uh, they said that this incident happened November 6th in Hollywood, where a victim who is an acquaintance of the rapper said that the rapper shot him following an argument. So has he posted Bell? I have not seen any updates as of right now, but I haven't either. I need to know your thoughts on this situation. I think when I sent this to you, I said, it's not his week. I mean, it does feel like something's conspiring against him. First, you have this rumor. I mean, I shouldn't say that because if these allegations are true, obviously this was an incident that he brought upon himself. But you had first the cheating rumor, which I gave life for about five minutes, trying to track down if there was any credible sources. Once there was none, I moved on. But obviously it grew so big on these internets that the alleged other woman had to step in and say her piece about it. And now this, and it's fascinating to me that we never heard about this initial incident that is somehow causing him to now be arrested. Like TMZ, where y'all at? I thought this is y'all bread and butter. You would think this would have made the news. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of this situation. But the first thing that came to mind was Harlem Nights, like an argument and then the whole shooting. Anyway, anyway, I don't know if anyone is severely hurt. I'm not reading any of that. But at the end of the day, he should not be shooting a gun at no one, period. Unless it's self-defense or somebody on your property or what have you. This is awful news. My first thoughts went straight to Riri herself. For sure. She was with him when he was arrested. I don't need the stress this type of stress pregnant because she looks like she's about to pop so you know again another quick headline we're going to keep you all posted on because i am very interested ashley Mm -hmm. what's your taco bell order i don't have one (laughs) i don't eat that anymore that went by the wayside after my really really drunk days I was going to ask you, when me. did you stop eating Taco Bell? Because Taco Bell is definitely for the young. I, I will say that. The last time I can remember eating Taco Bell was a strong 2016 or something like that, maybe. Really? So it's been a very long time. I was in Destin, Florida. I was living my life and had some drinks and we decided we needed to have a moment, have a break. And we went to Taco Bell and that was the last time because that's all that that food is good for to me. I have to be out of my mind to eat <laughs> mystery meat and, yes. and I just, I can't, I can't do it in good conscience anymore, but I know where you're headed with this. So please continue. Of course. Of course. Well, before I get to this quick headline, I, at this very grown age, do not eat Taco Bell with any level of consistency. However, when I did, it was to get a freaking Mexican pizza. And that was like every blue moon. The same way I eat White Castle, but I really don't eat White Castle like that. No more. <laughs> <laughs> but courtesy of one Doja Cat in a TikTok from March 9th, 
This headline says Doja Cat announces return of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza proves she's undefeated. This is according to Yahoo. She's undefeated. She has brought it back. And again, the only thing that I eat at this grown age is this freaking Mexican pizza. (laughs) I didn't even know she had created a viral TikTok song. Absolutely. And it was wonderful. And as this is as, why she can't retire, because this is why she cannot retire. I was just going to say, so this is why we love her. She's this is so why we love her. OK. Oh, my goodness. It is coming back in May. So everyone, please rejoice in this wonderful news for those who care. <laughs> well, I saw that there was also a petition. Mom, I know you're listening. I'm not sure if you signed that petition, girl, because I know you still love you some Mexican pizza. But fascinating to me, fascinating that uh, the people. Oh, yeah. Over 200,000 signers mm-hmm. signed a petition on change.org. Fascinating so, that the peoples have spoken. We have, and Doja Cat being the loudest, uh, what they say, speaker, mouthpiece. <laughs> so I'm excited. And I thought that was hilarious and worth bringing up. So another quick headline from yahoo viewers mock viola davis portrayal of michelle obama in new show show so with that on showtime the new series named the first lady follows you know is a dramatic interpretation of three first ladies so lady ford lady obama of course and lady roosevelt So I remember clearly when the news came out that Viola Davis was going to play Michelle Obama. Viola Davis being one of the greatest actors of our time, the most nominated Black actress. I mean, she has an Oscar, two Tonys, an Emmy. So she is GOAT status. But I wasn't sure just because Michelle is so new, kind of like we were talking about earlier with the crown. It's like, we're so close to that history. I don't know if I'm ready to see it portrayed (laughs) in real life. Ashley, it's, it's the choice, the acting choice for me when it comes to Lady O and these lips. So I have sent a message via our text thread with Shamika. Hey, Shamika, just pointing out some of the, moments that I could not handle like I don't have showtime I was curious in the show but I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it do you have any intentions to watching the show and what are your thoughts on Viola's portrayal based off what we've seen so far online yeah so I want to watch it I haven't re-upped my showtime subscription either because you know all these streaming services something's got it's a juggling act yeah I gotta take a a break act Got to take some breaks, but I want to see it, especially now with the light of everybody making it seem like that this duck face is what she's primarily doing, which I heard is not the case. There are obviously are times, I guess she's making this face, but I'm not thinking it's going to completely overshadow her performance. I mean, it's Viola Davis and I would not like, I guess in my head, I was thinking no Viola Davis slander. Like I'm not going to say anything about her performance until I see it and I just cannot imagine that an actress of her caliber is not able to really pull this off yeah she may have made some weird faces here and there but you know I'm sure I will still fall right into the character once I get into the into the episode so I still want to watch 
I'm curious about Michelle Obama's reaction if she has or has not had it. Probably will never know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I remember when this news first announced, I was excited because I was like, the steals looked amazing. It looked like I could not imagine anybody else who could have portrayed her better. And Barack has had multiple Uh, portrayals in popular culture so far. And Viv in the Bel Air reboot would have been a nice nice option again i'm not slandering viola it's just one of those moments where i haven't watched the bel-air reboot yet i've only seen literally the first two episodes i have not finished it because guess what i don't have peacock (laughs) (laughs) but what what i'm trying to state is this she is a producer of the show so i'm very proud of her and i i'm just excited for her bringing you know the stories of these phenomenal women to light. But I just wonder if there was an opportunity for her to pass the baton for this particular role. Not all of her roles, but, you know, no one to hold them, no one to fold them. That's all I'm saying. I have to watch it. I really, I feel like I cannot have a valid opinion until I actually watch the portrayal. Because watching, seeing a compilation of steals on these internets does not oh, do no. justice to somebody's performance. Did you see that video of her talking to Obama having Secret Service before being the actual nominee? No, oh. I have not watched any clips. I've only seen compilations of like facial gotcha. expressions. Yep, yep. So I'm going to watch the full performance though. It's coming. And then I will bring my two cents back to the pod. We will definitely discuss it for sure. <laughs> Speaking of more television the kardashians are back on hulu this time unashamed of their wealth apparently (laughs) because all kim was doing in this first episode was talking about how much money she's gonna throw towards this sex tape first of all how authentic did you think this was her having this sex tape scare in the very first episode of their very new series So the reality is that this, I mean, the reality of the situation is there. Now, whether it was her authentic reaction that was captured on camera, I mean, who knows? But the Mm -hmm. reality is I was curious when the news first came out from, what was it, Ray J's manager, whoever, whatever association that guy was a while Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. about the whole sex tape situation, about how she would have felt. At this point, I just feel like Kim is so Kim that another sex tape, eh, I don't think it's going to, it would really do anything for her career. I get it from the perspective of being a parent now and all of that, but she's good. So I feel like if, if that was not her authentic reaction, it was just included to kind of show the level of, I don't give a F-ness that she's now at. And, you know, I have, I have the, what did she say? I have the time and the resources and the money to bury them or however she really phrased mm-hmm. it to show what a boss she is at this point in time. Right, right. So did you have anything you liked about this new series or it's only been one episode as of today, there's episode two, but what are your initial reactions? First of all, I'm shocked we're talking about this because I know you don't like them like that. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Okay. (laughs) But I watched it because I was curious and I thought it'd be worth bringing up. Yeah, I watched it as well, reluctantly, because it was all like y'all have promoted the hell out of this new series. So 
I they got to get their money back, though. Yeah, I've heard nine figures, salaries, but I, I definitely went ahead and checked it out. So I was like, fine, but it doesn't have the heart that the E show had for me. It's I think, different. yeah, I mean, I think it was like a review I saw that said it best. It's like it's a it's a family that's outgrown its platform right they are there's really nothing mm. else that I feel like they need to show or experience because they're too it's too fine-tuned now with this new show it doesn't feel authentic it doesn't feel down to earth there was something very raw especially about the original mm. first few seasons before mm-hmm. they reached a level of fame but even yes. in these last few seasons there was so much chaos going on that there was no choice but to still have those moments of rawness and now it's like Tristan has another cheating scandal I'm at the same point as Chloe like it's I'm numb I'm numb to it so I don't even really need to see your reaction anymore yeah yeah honestly at this point you know the only thing that I really wanted to see was Courtney and Travis Mm -hmm. and how they interacted with one another I mean granted we've seen them you know, play tongue hockey on red carpets prior. But I just was curious to get a a closer look on their relationship. I just feel like it's just another, another way for them to promote their stuff and tell their side of the story. But to your point, it does feel different. I don't know if I like it or not. And to your point, Kardashians are not my fave. However, when I did watch it in later years, it was solely because of home decor and cars. <laughs> so, you know, getting a taste of that was a, was was kind of fun, especially since everybody has amazing homes now. <laughs> was it just me or did Scott seem sedated? Scott absolutely looked high or drunk or both. Just, um, just very sedated. I was I like, don't know. what are you on? But he also seems very sad. So let's not forget that because, you know that that flicker of light for him and Courtney has completely been monsooned out Mm -hmm. (laughs) there is no hope for him and he brought that up which I thought was smart and so I think it's interesting because I was curious to see if he was going to be part of the show also Um, oh Scott got I mean they would I that would be possibly the harshest thing they could do to Scott is to remove him from that check to be honest because but what he else has money is, outside of it. But that's still, I think, is a significant part of his income. Mm. I mean, club appearances, whatever he does, kind of with real estate. Okay. Yeah. But let's be honest, he's a part of that fold and a part of those paychecks. Very true. So I guess we'll see. Again, the promotion has been heavy and I got sucked into it. So, you know, apparently it's working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into our hot topic today. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing. Okay. Hopefully not all these episodes are this chaotic drone footage, because for those of us who have motion sickness, y'all made me (laughs) ill. That's all. I'm done. Wowzers. All right, Ashley. So our hot topic today, Johnny Depp is in court with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. So they've been going at it for their very short-lived relationship. But this time, and oh, I will say, Johnny Depp this entire time has claimed that he did not abuse Amber Heard according to her side of 
of events. It's a classic he said, she said. But this particular lawsuit is because Amber Heard wrote in a Washington Post article about living with abuse. And Johnny Depp was like, uh what you talking about willis (laughs) i'm not laughing at it but basically she talked about her plight as an abuse survivor felt the full force of our culture wrath for women who speak out and he was like nah i'm gonna sue you for 50 million dollars in defamation and we've never heard him speak out about all the things that has gone on with his um, back and forth between him and his ex-wife. He talked about she had a need for violence and that he was in fact abused by her. And he even went as far as saying that he felt like their relationship was like her being his mother because she always corrected him and downplayed anything he had to say in their relationship. Ashley, this is some bonker stuff, okay? And it's not really getting a lot of news coverage. Again, I'm bringing this up because I think this is major. What are your thoughts on this trial? Were you following it before? And do you find yourself leading, leaning to any particular side? It's interesting you say you don't feel like it's getting a lot of coverage because I do, but maybe it's because... I go to entertainment sites quite a bit or, Mm -hmm. you know, entertainment focused content, you know, in the algorithms. This is a televised trial and I'm barely seeing stuff on social media in terms of like Twitter conversations and things along those lines. Well, I think maybe one of the reasons is at least from my perspective, from the outside looking in, it's all very confusing. It's hard to have a side in something that I don't feel like we have a full picture of or have full understanding of and it's two people that seem like they both have potential grievances or issues with one another and it stems from a place that is not my business or my concern too that's another thing is like (laughs) I don't know what y'all went through or what went on between y'all but man just hopefully y'all can just go y'all separate ways and never speak again you know what I mean it seems like it's damaged both of their careers to a certain extent Johnny's obviously more than Amber's but I don't feel like I'm leaning one way or another because I just feel confused every time I read it like I've clicked on a headline here and there I saw that the therapist had to be called in and said that there appeared to be abuse on both sides I know Amber is doing a countersuit for a hundred million dollars and all this and that and um, I know there's been people that have spoken out on you know, Johnny's behalf and all this and that. I don't know how to feel. It does not feel black and white. It feels very gray to me. And for those reasons, I don't really want to add an opinion to it or add a voice to it because I think they need to work whatever this situation is out. And then hopefully again, go their separate ways. Cause even I think Amber said in a statement, I've always maintained a love for Johnny. It saddens me that our private drama has to be pulled out in the public and all this. I'm like, girl, I really, I don't know what to say. I don't know. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I just was so fascinated by this being a televised trial, considering what went on in the UK just last year with um, the back and forth between these two. Yeah. I don't know. It just breaks my heart because I am a fan of Johnny Depp, but this, this 
being in this position of, as you mentioned, great is just, it's just disappointing. And I don't put anything past anybody, obviously, but there's no reverence for the man just because you enjoy him as a performer. Right. Right. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep a pulse on this. They believe that this case can go out six weeks. So and Amber longest. has yet to testify, <laughs> right? Johnny's on the stand and Currently. Amber still has to testify. So yes, yes, yes. Oh, messy. We will, we will be watching. All right. So we're going to go ahead and do a quick microdose of Atlanta again, because this, you know, we're in season three, episode four, the big paycheck girl. Are you keeping track with Atlanta? I'm just curious. Or are you just watching it when it's available? Because as of right now, I have not been watching it like faithfully. It's just I've kind of been binging it like whenever I whenever I can. I'm keeping up for the most part. Uh, the first two, the season premiere episodes, the only ones I watched live. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad I did because Twitter was everything for me watching those live. Yeah. But otherwise, I've been catching them like on Hulu. episode so I did watch episode five but man episode four that we're about to talk about Jesus (laughs) so I can say another one that I was like I wasn't ready (laughs) so let's get into it okay so episode four the big paycheck we follow this white man in his life and we get it from this whole episode is from the white gays and essentially is talking about what will happen if African-Americans who are descended of slaves start suing former slaveholders family, their gener- mm-hmm. you know, subsequent generations. And we go through it following this gentleman feeling his panic, feeling, first of all, the conversations that were had between white people when it comes to oh well my ancestors were slaves (laughs) and this is talking about like thousands of years ago like before america well it's funny how quickly people were like "Uh uh-uh i'm not white i'm this i'm that listen i just did my genealogy i don't have no parts of that but it's funny you say we felt his panic i didn't feel any panic well, what I'm trying to say is there you got it through his eyes. So it got so bad that people were rolling up for his for his example. Shaniqua, I believe was her name, rolled up to his job with a megaphone talking about your great great grandfather enslaved my great 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 grandfather. I'm suing you for however many money, right? It was like two million dollars or something $2 like that. Two million dollars. And, you know, him being embarrassed by it. There's so much about this episode, Ashley, from responsibility to guilt to inconvenience. The parts that there's so many parts to talk about. So let's talk about the first one, the ability to jump in and out of whiteness. So he's going through a divorce thinking there's a potential reconciliation but when it when his potential ex-wife found out he owed money she was like you ain't touching none of my coins and it was the change in the emoji skin color for me (laughs) 
she was like, I'm Peruvian. He was like, you were just what, like yesterday. yesterday. I laughed out loud, Ashley. I laughed out loud. But there is something to that. You know, Nicole Hannah-Jones talks about the evolution of whiteness, right? Because at one point in our country, we hear about, you know, the Irish people and the Italians and things like that. But over the years, guess what? They have been able to matric- matriculate into you know, this structure, the social structure in our country. I just need to know your thoughts on this. I just need to know. So hilarious for sure that they tried to start separating themselves out of the pool of whiteness once it was no longer convenient and once it no longer served them. Oh, now it's going to cut into my money. Now it's going to cut into my finances. Now it's going to affect my livelihood. Sir, I'm not white. Change that emoji color real quick to brown. And her hairstyle and everything, wardrobe, everything, attitude, everything. All of a sudden, we we hold, we hold somebody, somebody else. Because I just, you know, I don't have these white people problems. And it's funny because it's so true. Like that's so real to me that absolutely once something is no longer beneficial and doesn't serve you then you're going to flip that switch real quick. And I'm speaking for a specific portion of the population. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But it's like literally the white man's worst nightmare this entire episode. Like you thinking somebody with Shaniqua, again, I'm pretty sure that name was chosen intentionally. Come in, showing up, asking you, to spend money when you think all you did was you know i'm trying to live the dream too which yes but some atrocities happen and there's you know to the point of the gentleman at the end of the show at the hotel when he said that they actually have a point because for something that is only considered you know oh that's history yeah it might or might not have happened. Who knows? It is an undeniable truth for our people, Black people I'm referring to. That was deep. Yo, he came and spoke nothing but facts. And I knew he was going to kill himself too, which was jarring because he was you also, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I figured as soon as he stepped outside, I'll say, oh, he about to go kill himself. Yeah. And then it was jarring because he was the I thought same. he was going to jump in the pool and like drown, but I didn't know he was going to. Oh no, I knew he was going to shoot himself. I was like, oh, he's about wow. to shoot himself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, Sometimes I'd be like, man, I could write these shows, but I'm kidding. Cause obviously I'm not, you know, Donald Glover's on a whole nother wave this season. This was written by, I believe she was Ecuadorian woman and directed by an Asian American man. Wonderful so, on the diversity. Yes. But I was about to say that it was jarring because that white man was also the white man from the initial intro to episode one, who was in the boat with the black guy on Shut the lake the front door yes that's that same actor so it was just so jarring because it i was wonder like, what they're doing with him i wonder he's coming with some messages this season because he scared the crap out of me in episode one holy so, moly yeah you know david and i were having this conversation and at the end of that f episode i laughed to myself and i said his death represents this to me that 
even if our country, our country can't even handle CRT and they don't even know what that means, really. And the fact that it's an elective in grad school, specifically law school, they can't even handle that. So even if they were able to comprehend the hurt and the generational trauma, both literally, emotionally, and economically, they would rather burn this shit to the ground than actually <laughs> pay for any type of reparations. Oh, the director from the episode is Hero. So he's been the one directing, I believe, all the episodes. Yes, and Francesca Sloan wrote it. So, yes. yes. But the last thing I want to say is the funniest scene in this episode for me was when Justin comes back home, Justin Bartha, who plays the main character in the episode, and Shaniqua, whatever her name is, is outside with her family, outside of his apartment. Because remember when she came to his apartment, she was like, this is my apartment. Don't be, don't be, don't be doing stuff in my apartment. They're out there cooking. She's like, there he is, get him. My dude ran like a track star behind this man's vehicle. When I tell you, I could not contain my laughter. I'm like, y'all are wild but i also think that this not to be doom doomy but this would incite a race war if this were attempted in reality well that's what i was saying they would rather burn it down to the ground than to admit any guilt or fault or any type of repentance (laughs) of what the nation has done to a particular group of people who actually helped build it indeed and um back to one of my hidden gems with tiffany cross on the cross connection they talked about this episode in a segment and they had a white gentleman and he's like this is what white people fear that it's like here's my light bill here's my water bill here's my black bill (laughs) see i always heard they feared that at some point we weren't we were going to want revenge in the same way in which that we were once treated, not just financially. Oh, yeah. Like oh. relentlessly violent. Yeah. And aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, this was definitely a lot of people are really upset about this new season, but I think why? these episodes have been very thought provoking by a lot. I mean, that episode with uh, Paperboy's phone going missing and everything was insane. Like, it's just, it's been interesting. And I'm I'm watching, it's not must-see TV for me right now, but it's definitely a good conversation starter for sure. What are you hearing about the reasons why people are not liking it? They're just saying it's lame and I'm not... I'm not trying to sound snooty, but I almost wonder if some of the storylines are a little bit, you know, too high in the air for some people. Like they're like, I don't want to think this hard <laughs> and watching Atlanta, which I don't blame them because as you know, I love a good, you know, comedy that doesn't require much thinking. So interesting. I had not heard that criticism, but if that's the case, watch oh, something it's, else. It's it's uh it's a lot so much so that donald glover's like if you're complaining about my show at me so oh i remember seeing that but i for some reason thought he was talking more about somebody possibly specific but i gotcha i just i mean 
turn on something else. There's plenty of uh, content out there available. I'm personally really enjoying the season. Every episode, I just don't know what I'm going to get. So <laughs> They are standalone episodes, and we did talk about that um, uh-huh. during the, the, to the premiere. So, all right, Ashley, if there's nothing else, that's all I got for quick headlines and hot topics. Very, very nice. Well, are you going to pitch to, because I know we went ahead of ourselves uh, yeah. previously, what yes. is the recap dropping on Tuesday? Oh, happy day. Bridgerton season two. There recap is dropping. you go. Long awaited season two recap from Miss Delora. I want to put it on wax. Happy 10 year anniversary to my hubby, my hubsters, my bae, David. I love you. <laughs> Congratulations on the big 10. What's the gift for 10? That's a great question. I have no idea. <laughs> for us, we're like, we bought a house last year and all we're trying to do is furnish it. And we're patiently waiting on our freaking furniture. It will come. I claim it. <laughs> okay. So year 10 gift furniture. Got it. Yes. Yes. Got it. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.